Hello, and welcome to a new Lancet Global Health podcast. Today, we are speaking with Dr. Claudio Daniel Ribeiro and Dr. Patricia Brasil from the Oswaldo Cruz uh, Foundation in Rio de Janeiro. And we are discussing the results of an intriguing and important study that um, demonstrates the zoonotic transmission of a monkey malaria parasite, uh, Plasmodium simium, to humans in the Rio de Janeiro region. So to start with, Claudio and Patricia, please tell us a little bit about yourselves. So Patricia and I are both medical doctors and scientists. We are respectively associate and full researcher uh, at the Fundação Oswaldo Cruz. Fiocruz is the main Brazilian public institution devoted to research, teaching, production, and clinical and laboratory reference services into the Ministry of Health. We do not belong to the Ministry of uh, Science Technology or the Ministry of Education. So we are both tropical doctors devoted to public health working in a Ministry of Health institution. Patricia is a clinical and epidemiology infectious disease researcher, and I am exclusively dedicated to biological research in malariology and immunology. Uh, she is the head of an acute febrile disease outpatient clinics and laboratory that deals with many infectious diseases, including arbovirosis. It was from uh, this service that came out one of the most important papers, according to Anthony Fauci, the head of NIH, on the Zika virus outbreaks in the early uh, 2016. Uh, the, the, the beginning of the story came with... Uh, a thesis uh, Patricia supervised in our center to study malaria cases in these areas of the Atlantic forest from 2006 to 2014. And uh, I have also to add that in addition to the focus on, on clinical and epidemiological approaches, we took advantage from the existence of two other researchers from few crews that were already at that time interested in non-human primate malaria both among animals captured in, into the forest and, and those living in a primate center that is located near the localities where the cases were occurring. Um, as for myself, I do coordinate the Center for Mal Malaria Research Center in Fiocruz, that is a reference center for malaria in the non-Amazonian, non-endemic regions for the Ministry of Health in Brazil. Thank you. So you both are clearly at the center of malaria research in Brazil. And um, one thing for sure is that Brazil has a long and successful history of working towards eliminating malaria, which, um, as you point out in your article, is now basically confined to the northern Amazon region. The starting point of your study is the rise of autochthonous cases in the Atlantic forest region near Rio de Janeiro. So um, tell us, at the start, what were the possible hypotheses for the appearance of these cases? Well, malaria was considered eliminated from Rio de Janeiro State in the late 60s, but sporadic cases appeared into the Atlantic forest along the coast of the state since the early 90s. They are harbored, they insisted to occur every year. In 2015, a small outbreak arose with 35 cases, followed by 16 additional cases in 2016. I, sh I should tell you that uh, the late professor Leonidas Gini, also a colleague from Fiocruz, 
had reported in 1961 a probable case of malaria simian in a forest guard that was working with him to catch mosquito-biting monkeys in the canopy of the trees. Well, since the human malaria that we were diagnosed as vivax malaria were clinically and parasitologically slightly different from the vivax cases observed into the Amazon, we considered that the Atlantic forest cases could also result from simian infection of human beings. And the material obtained during the outbreak allowed us to study the molecular biology of the parasites, parasites and to answer this question 50 years after the zoonotic malaria hypothesis was first evoked. So, indeed, this was really a long-standing question you, en you endeavored to solve, and, um, and your study nicely retraces the different steps you followed to come, to come up with a diagnosis of, of, of simium. Um, using a sophisticated array of epidemiological and molecular tools with uh, samples from humans and monkeys. and So, so one striking element uh, that, that you mentioned was that the cases were initially diagnosed as another malaria parasite. Um, and in a way that shows the inadequacy of some, of, of some commonly used diagnostic tools to detect new zoonotic uh, ma malaria species. So in that regard, were there specific technical difficulties you had to surmount to arrive to the conclusions? As you said, the, the main difficulty uh, in this approach was the absence of clear morphological differences between plasmodium simium that uh, usually infects monkeys and plasmodium vivax that infects human beings. So we had to develop, with the help of Drs. Mariano Zalis and Richard Culliton, a specific molecular tool that can now be used with the specific goal of recognizing the parasite that is causing malaria in men in this area. So we assure now that this parasite comes from monkeys and infect men, so it clearly a zoonosis, and it's different from all other vivax uh, parasites we have compared uh, with the one that was diagnosed uh, in the Atlantic forest. So the final response of what, but the final response of whether it's going to be diagnosed as a true plasmodium simium or a strain of P. vivax that adapted to monkeys in the forest will come with the whole genome sequences that is underway. So there seems to be a lot of unknowns still regarding uh, Plasmodium simium in humans, but um, the good news is that routine malaria treatment seems to work, right? Um, what do you think are the other important points to elucidate for future prevention and control? Oh, yes. The traditional treatment for Vivex malaria using chloroquine and primaquine is full effective against these cases that are very benign. Uh, since malaria in the region is being transmitted by mosquitoes that fed in monkeys, the control measures we have to consider and try to avoid is the proximity of human beings to the dense forest regions where the presence of monkeys and of the vector involved in transmission is reported. Uh, we, do not, we do not know yet if hypnozoites the dormant form of the parasite in the liver are present in these species. Some evidence seems to suggest that they are not. 
if this is true, the treatment will not need to include the primakine, which is an additional facilitator of the treatment and control. So finally, um, this confirmation that an anzootic malaria species ca can be, and actually is, uh, transmitted to humans in the Americas, which is the one part of the globe that is well positioned to reach malaria elimination, um, really has profound repercussions in, on malaria control strategies. Um, what do you think is the most salient impact of these results? Yes, le let me start by saying that under strictly uh, scientific point of view, our results have identified the second area in the world with the proved existence of zoonotic malaria. And it may, uh, that may even correspond to a 60 type of malaria transmission. Um, it's possible that in this, the burden of zoonotic malaria in the Atlantic forest is in reality underestimated because of the insufficient monitoring. And uh, until now, as a result of unavailability of techniques. But uh, there are now evidences that it's also taking place in other states covered by the Brazilian Atlantic Forest, such as the Atlantic Forest of São Paulo, Espírito Santo, and Santa Catarina. I have also to add that uh, around 70% of the Brazilian population live in areas covered by the Atlantic Forest. And uh, therefore, the situation may have implications for public health in the region and further and, and, and even more profound consequences for the control and eventual elimination of malaria in Brazil, uh, since it is obviously impossible to treat the reservoir, this means the, the plasmodium-infected monkeys. Uh, however, the, the, the immediate relevance of what is happening into this area with very few cases of malaria reported only individuals that have entered areas of very dense forest may not be pointing to uh, an important threat to public health. But one of our fears is that the population start to avoid the areas impairing the tourism of the region, that's a very rich event, and to start to try to eliminate monkeys, that's always a risk, causing uh, obviously uh, an imbalance in the local fauna and flora. A very striking discovery, but one that should not be overblown, I think, is your final uh, message. Claudio and uh, Patricia, thank you very much for being with us today. And thank you so much. It was a pleasure.